never worried that you might be the cool kid You wear the latest fashions on top of all the trends Or have you ever worried you were too much in the mainstream Always so generic, more normal than your friends Well we've devised a test to put to rest your fears There's no need to panic if you lend us your ears Tonight you can't sleep easy after all that you've heard Cause if you like the show then you're probably a nerd Podcast. It has been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while, and I am so happy to be back. And here we are. We're finally recording. I am shocked at how good I'm sounding right now, but you know what? We'll see how long this lasts. I am very happy that I have a mute button right beside me today. Um, as always, I am one of your hosts. I'm Boris. Blah, 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 blah. I'm Tyler. It is good to be back. Yeah, it's 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 it feels really good. It feels really good. And of course, the curse has taken over. Um, you know, for any of our new listeners, any time that we've uh, come back from a hiatus, uh, something has happened. Uh, one of us have been sick. Something, you know, our technology breaks. Something happens. Um, yeah. But we're powering through. We're making sure that we uh, get some uh, get an episode out there because. Uh, yeah, we gotta jump back on the saddle and uh, make it a weekly thing, and uh, yeah. So, you know, before we start, I do want to apologize if the sound quality isn't the best. Uh, you know, if for anyone who knows me knows that I pride myself on having perfect sound um, when it comes to the actual podcast, but um, because of uh, unforeseen circumstances, aka my entire. Uh, apartment flooding and everything being Detroit destroyed I've uh, lost all of my uh, recording equipment so yeah. right now I'm making do with what I have we will get back to our awesome sounding podcasts uh, soon enough but uh, yeah very smooth podcast. exactly exactly I was gonna say not to throw Boris into the bus but the majority of the bad things that happened happened to you yeah yeah <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew exactly you were going to say that. It, no, it was, like, audience listeners. Like, welcome back. But it's been it's been crazy, the number of messages I've gotten from Boris of, like, well, my house is on fire. This might as well happen. And I'm yeah. just like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. The worst was in the late. summer, the, uh, the, the, the flood. Yeah, everything was destroyed, including my comic collection. I think you've actually hit, like, the ten plagues. Yep, I think so. And the final plague being I lost my comic collection, my my own firstborn child, children. Oh, like I <laughs> Just taking a moment there. No, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not crying or I'm not, you know, upset about it. Uh, I'm safe. Things could have been a lot worse. I could have lost a lot more. Um, you know, luckily I was able to stay somewhere for the duration of time that, uh, you know, that my apartment was being repaired. And here we are, we are back. Um, I know it feels really, really good. And I'm so shocked at how uh, long I'm able to talk right now without, uh, going in a coughing fits. 
Exactly, exactly. So we have so much to go over. You know, we are back. It's the It's Canon Podcast where we talk all things... All things everything, all things geek, all things comics, all things toys, all things RPGs, all things board games, all things books, all things movies, all things everything and anything that you can imagine. And Tyler, do you know what the best part of it all is? Nah, I've forgotten. It's been too long. It's all in canon. There we go. There we go. No, it feels really good being back. Um, you know, it's funny. Every... Ever so, every so often, every few months, um, you know, it's been a, what, 15 months or so since we've done an episode or so, maybe a little more. Sounds uh, right. Yeah. Every few months, I would get this, this 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 barrage of emails, aka when I actually checked the It's Canon podcast or the, uh, you know, the, the, the podcast email, and it's like, where are you guys, um, et cetera, and it's like, you know what? Um, I'm at a point in my life again where I have the time to commit to this, and it was always fun. Like I always said, this for me, this show was a distraction. Uh, this show was just about me, you know, talking with some buddies, like we were at a uh, local comic store. Uh, we just, you know, shot the shit. We talked about whatever we felt like talking, um, and yeah, we just had a lot of fun doing it. Like you know, we had we made some amazing friends along the way. We had some awesome guests. You know, I think back to the sh- to the first season and seeing, you know, the Jim Zubs of the world, the Mark Orlandos, and seeing where they are now. It's it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, we we helped them. Oh, look at that. Oh, right. It was freaking crazy. Like it's crazy seeing what Orlando's up to now. I mean, being like. I just want to talk to you again. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, just to, to put it out there, we essentially have to start from scratch. We eventually, over time, um, well, recently, lost, completely lost the uh, It's Canon email. So a lot of our contacts have uh, been uh, lost. Um, I do have most of them saved, but, you know, I'm not going to start emailing these crea- random creators at random times just for shits and giggles. Uh, so, now, you know, we have... We have a um, a platform again, so we can talk about uh, their projects. And uh, you know, it, it was always awesome talking to creators. Like we would just get lost in time sometimes, and I really had to he- heavily edit the episodes because um, uh, sometimes we were literally talking for two, three hours at a time oh, with yeah. some of these creators. Um, and it was I been, still talk to Jamie McKinn. I, I do as well. I do as well. And I can't wait to have him on the on the show. Uh, I'm, she's actually one of the people who. Has I've been asking, uh, you know, where we are, and he wants to uh, do something. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be bringing people back on the show. We have new friends, um, you know, because we're focusing on more than just comics. You know, we're going to be bringing a barrage of people. But, you know, the one thing that I've always, you know, said about this show was that the It's Canon podcast is about you, the listeners, and we really want to take, you know, all of your ideas, and, you know, it, it's a show for you. Like, as much as it is a show for Tyler and myself, it's a show for you. What do you guys want to want to uh, listen to? So, you know, we make ourselves as interactive as humanly possible. Um, you know, in a little bit, what we're going to talk about how we are going to expand this. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, if, you know, if you have a podcast, if you have anything, if you have a project that you're working on, an event, anywhere in the world, it really doesn't matter if we're uh, promoting an event in Timbuktu. I don't care. I want people to know that, hey, something is happening in Timbuktu, and you should check it out if you're around Timbuktu. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, it, it, it's a show 
for our listeners as much as it is a show for us, and, and I really do love that aspect of it. Um, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, being in on hiatus, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and I don't want to, you know, start uh, stepping on toes, but sometimes there's a holier-than-thou mentality and attitude that's just like, you know, why am I still listening to you? Um, so that's exactly what I want to avoid. And now that I've lost about like three creators uh, from our listeners list, um, what have you been up to? It's been a while. Uh, you know, we still stay in touch. I kind of know more or less what you're doing. Uh, but uh, yeah, Tyler, what's uh, going on in the life of, uh, of Tyler, of T-Dot? Of well, T-Dog. in this exact moment, my dog is insisting he gets a producer credit. Of course, of course. He, you hear the background, and my dog is, is he insists whenever I record, he gets to be in the room with me. And now he's decided, he's, like, no, he gets to be on the show, too. Um, but yeah, it's been, it has been a bizarro roller coaster for me. Um, since we, like, literally today, my second board game ever, I was designer for was sent off to the printer today um, for them to inevitably look at the files and be like, this doesn't work. Um, and then I fix it. A uh, pile of RPGs out. Uh, some phenomenal experience being nominated for some awards, which was crazy. Yeah. Can't believe that's happened. Right. And I also run a comic book store now. <laughs> Go figure, right? Go figure. <laughs> and just so that our listeners know, and you know, this is the only time I'll allow you to plug the store, really. Um, <laughs> let our listeners know where they are, where they can find you. Yeah, so I am the manager at the Dragon Milton. That's in Milton, Ontario. Uh, it's the third location of the Eisner Award-winning Dragon. Again, yes. Like, it's crazy. It's one of the few stores ever to win an Eisner for it. Um, the owner, Jennifer Haynes, is crazy accomplished. It is super intimidating to work for because she is hyper competent and does a lot, and it's the kind of person that you're like, oh, I would, I aspire to be like this person. Um, she's involved with the comic book legal defense fund. She's on the board of Comics Pro. She owns a startup that does comic, not owns. She's co-owner of like a startup that does software for comic book stores. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy to be part of this, and I'm learning from awesome people. And it's more than a little bit terrifying that my uh, remember my staff, because I'm going to have a shout out for this person as well, because I've been singing her praises all week. Um, I took over with uh, from a new old manager, so there was staff there, so I had to come into that. And Sam, who's there at the store and is 16 and is incredibly more competent than I ever was as a teenager, is terrifying. Because she, I think she's smarter than I am. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's been phenomenal. So it's definitely worth checking out. And it was actually funny because you swore earlier and the dragon has a strict no swearing policy at work. Um, which I understand, like, we have kids coming in. I'm super on board with it. But it's just this moment of like, oh, right, I can swear again. Oh, yeah. okay. Exactly. Oh. It's funny. I, I actually tried very hard not to, but uh, it is what it is. So here we are. <laughs> Um, we are, we do have the explicit tag on our on our feed, so uh, no one can complain too much. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Place. Exactly. 
Exactly. No, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, so, like I mentioned, you know, now I guess now we're gonna address the uh, "quote unquote" elephant in the room. Um, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, where you know I wanted to bring the show back um, because it was a huge distraction for me. It really put me in a very good place. Um, you know, as busy as I was, any time that I was able to join you and uh, Kyle, um, I almost did it again. I almost called Kyle Tyler. Um, <laughs> Our secret hidden sometimes third host. Yes. Um, who I'm pretty sure is lost somewhere in the Matrix. Uh, he, um, I forgot where I was going with this. Um, he read all the Marvel comics. Yes, he, he yes. <laughs> I will never forget that episode. Yeah, I, I, I read everything going down the list. Nope, I didn't read that. Nope, I didn't read that. Nope, I didn't read that. Um, so for new listeners, uh, this is old in the archive. I think it's still up back in the archive, and it's my favorite episode because Kyle opens up saying how he's read every Marvel comic that came out that week. And then we went to the list, he read, like, one. If at all. If at all. Yeah. And I, I don't even think he finished it. Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, it wasn't very good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was the best. Um, so, yeah, so going back to what I was saying, um, no, it, 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 I always had fun um, producing this show. Uh, it was a lot of work because not only was I, uh, you know, I guess the quote-unquote you know, when I was one of the hosts, but I also produced it on the side. I had like three or four computers going on, uh, making sure sound levels were good. And I, there was just something about that experience that I absolutely loved. Um, it feels really weird right now just talking into a USB microphone that's plugged straight to my computer. Um, and I know that when I he- listen to this episode back, I'm going to cringe at the sound quality, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. But... You know, addressing the, the, the elephant in the room, um, you know, one of the reasons why I kind of t- had to take a step back was, uh, you know, our, our website, Comics I Read, was uh, starting to get a lot of visitors. And uh, for anyone who knows how websites work, when you start getting a lot of visitors, you have to beef up the infrastructure, uh, the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing that uh, costs uh, quite a bit of money, especially the setup that we had. You know, I made sure, you know, one of the things that I made sure was, you know, that it uh, it's a fast-responding website. Uh, I put a lot of effort into that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, cost got enormously high, uh, not yeah. only for the actual website, but the podcast itself. Um, it just became insanely high. Uh, to... And for those who don't know, hosting a podcast can be an absolute nightmare. Yeah, like the like the the infrastructure required behind that, and yep. like it, it was at a time in my life when like I I was living, I that way I, it was at a time in my life where the fact that we were getting free comics was a godsend because yep. like otherwise I didn't get to read stuff a lot of time and yeah. um, uh, people remember I was living that creative life and it was at a point where like Boris I think knew if he came to me it was going to be being like I can give you ten bucks. <laughs> Yeah, and then like, and I always pride it, took pride in myself in saying like, you know what, I can't, I never had the money to pay the other hosts, so you know, at the very least, what I can do is give them the platform uh, to talk. And I hate that makes me sound like one of those douchebags. It's like, uh, you know, do this for free, you'll get the exposure. That wasn't my intent whatsoever. But that wasn't that wasn't the feeling at all. It was very much more of we're all partners in this, and we knew that like, if we figure out a way for this to make money, that would be phenomenal. Exactly. And it's kind of funny because since then, you know, there have been uh, platforms created and perfected where 
we can, uh, you know, raise a little cash to keep stuff to keep the lights on, and that's exactly what we're gonna do. Uh, so, Tyler, do you want to sort of talk about uh, our Patreon and uh, what uh, our our fans can expect? Yeah. So, as of the time of us talking, our Patreon has been submitted. I don't I don't know if it's been approved or not yet. But yeah, our Patreon has been submitted, so you can put a few bucks in. You know, price of a coffee during the week if you need. I don't need if you would like like to keep us talking. Um, the initial goals on our end of where the money is going to be going at the very beginning is getting the sound quality fixed up, um, and then keeping the proverbial lights on in terms of the podcast, making sure that you know we can actually host it and we're not we're not burning holes through Boris's wallet again, trying to be like, hey. Let's get more bandwidth in a thing that we can't monetize. That's always been the problem is we only ever wanted to do it in a way that we felt was, how do I say it? We felt was respectful to people. We didn't want to do so-called, like we didn't want to do native advertising. We didn't want to do anything that was like, what's the word I'm looking for, Boris? Thing that was, it, we wouldn't just feel good about. We didn't want to be shilling something that we were getting like money to specifically shill, versus, you know, us being like, yeah, hey, we really do a comic. It's so easy to get that. It's so easy to get that that gray area between yep. like, you know, if if you see it in video gaming a lot if, at at let's say I don't know a certain website that puts up their review. And the same day, the, every single advertising slot in that site has been bought by one by that game. And you're like, even if you mean that to be perfectly, even if you mean that to be perfectly benign, and there is a firewall between finance and advertising, and then your content creators, it doesn't look great. Yeah, like no, it doesn't. No, they're, they're, it's a little shady sometimes. You know, I also don't want to be uh, pimping out uh, something like uh, Blue Chew, which is, you know, essentially men's natural, uh, yeah. you know, pills for growth, etc. Like, I don't want to put myself and, and promote these things that I just don't believe in and, it's, and that I would never... Uh-oh. Oh, oh no! Oh no! No no! We're good. We had an opportunity to uh, to um, promote uh, and get on board with uh, what's that? Uh, the audiobook uh, company that every podcast Audible? Audible, and even that it was just like you know as cool as that is, it's like it's really the amount of of uh, link clicks that's going to have to go on is just so astronomical. It's just I don't want to put our, our listeners through that. So you know I I, I looked hard. And I, I did a lot of research, and I talked to a lot of other creators, and really Patreon is the best type of platform for this. And again, you know, we're not here looking to shill money to make a profit. We're simply trying to keep the lights on, and, you know, we're trying to think of ways that we can actually make it worthwhile if you do want to give uh, some cash. So I guess, you know, before you start talking about 
um, you know, what the levels are. Uh, I kind of do want to say that, you know, the It's Canon podcast, if you, you know, think about the name, It's Canon podcast. No, we don't talk about, um, Canon cameras, even though in one episode we might, but, <laughs> um, oh, boo, boo uh, dad jokes. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> we're back. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where I want this to eventually be a network of podcasts, uh, where, you know, this one would be, you know, where we talk about anything and everything. And then if, you know, folks want to start a wrestling podcast, they can go start that. If they want to start a conspiracy show podcast, they can start that. If they want to have a simply a movie review podcast, we can do that. If we want to do our, uh, you know, uh, the episodes that always did really well were the uh, were the um, retro review type episodes that we did, where we took a book and kind of dissected it frame by frame, and those always did really well. Yeah. So we're going to be doing a lot of that again. But I think, you know, in the interest of keeping the lights on, a lot of our additional content is going to be, you know, Patreon uh, type content. Uh, you know, but again, I want I want to hear what everyone thinks. Like, you know, this is a, I don't want to. Uh, burden people i don't want people to feel weird or anything like that so enough of us you know trying to make ourselves feel better for asking for money um do you want to go through the uh, the levels that we have as of today yeah as of today we're sitting at three levels um i'm going to go through the three and i'm going to talk about the fourth level that is currently under development um so the first one is pop culture fan it's a buck or more per month um you get access to our backlog of bloopers once they're made available and Boris and I have to try to track those down and or once you have the sound thing up you'll get the access to bloopers and there is there's a do you have access to the old stuff still yeah yeah because there was I remember there was one episode where I think we had to cut like 30 minutes off the front yeah of just us it's just silly times yeah there were episodes where we literally laughed for 10 15 minutes and we had to cut it all yeah, lost and more. that's not just the bloopers, but it's also stuff of, like, one of us will flub hilariously badly. We'll call someone by the wrong name. Uh, you know, just a ton of stuff like that. So you have access to that. You have access to patron-only polls. So we're going to start putting up polls about, like, hey, what do you want us to cover next? This or this? Or we'll, like, put three or four options up. And then, you know, if we, do, if we end up doing a once-a-month retro review kind of thing, that's what it's going to be to decide. Um, so it's a great way to get your voice heard. It's a great way to tell us what you want to see. Um, once the equipment is back up and ready to go, it's going to be the only way to get access to live streams. And then it's going to be for extra conversations and stuff behind the scenes. Um, I know that once people are there, Boris and I are going to be hanging out on Patreon and we'll probably set up a Discord or something. That's what the cool kids are doing nowadays to talk to people like that. Yep. And I basically live on Discord now. Yeah, so. exactly. exactly. Uh, next level up is the Pop Culture Fanatic, which is 15 bucks or more per month. You get everything on the earlier levels, and then basically for each month you're on that, we'll send you a box of nerdy stuff mailed to you. Um, a good chunk of this, especially at the beginning, is going to be rated from my own collection, so it's going to be stuff that I have built up over the years. And they're gonna be like what's like like partly curtailed and like honed to you. Bespoke. Bespoke is the word I'm looking for. Like partly bespoke at the beginning, and then as we go, that's definitely an area we're gonna try to build on and get some cool other stuff from. 
Last level part now is executive producer. It's 25 bucks per month or more. And you can coordinate with the team to determine an entire back end of an episode. So you're going to be in our in the conversations that we have beforehand. You're going to see that how much it's on Facebook chat of us being like, we got to do an episode. Yeah, we do. What are we going to talk about? And you're going to find out how much of it is us actually deciding what not to talk about. Um, you can put, we're going to make recommendations and you're going to highlight stories that you want to make sure we hit. So we'll have a, like, hey, heads up, this is from the executive producer, and we'll mention something like that, and we're going to stay honest on it, because we've already got their money. We don't probably getting it again. Um, plus, all previous awards. So the question there is that jump between a buck and 15 bucks, so we are going to be putting another level in there that we're just still honing. What is going to be in the set level? Yeah, and you know, one of the ideas that I actually had was kind of having a uh, a monthly trivia. So if you're at this level, you can take part in the monthly trivia, and essentially you'll get a uh, if you win the trivia, you'll get a prize at the end of the of the of the contest. Yeah, that's that. that I don't. I remember just having that conversation, and I was trying to remember what we had said about that, and yep. that's why I lost. Exactly, and it's all good. It's all good, uh, but yeah. So let us know what you think. Um, uh, can, can you let our listeners know how they can uh, reach us? Or I know that it's not public yet, but uh, it, it should be public soon enough. I literally hit launch right now. Oh, beauty! So I, I, just, I just got the notification during recording that it was like, oh yeah, by the way, we approved you, and I'm like, oh hey, cool, click. Beauty. So it is dot com backslash it's canon i-t-s-c-a-n-o-n beauty so there we go i think uh, we've kind of taken a bit of time to talk about some admin stuff uh i think it's time to uh, get on with the show and we can start talking a little bit about uh some of the news and i think um there's so much to talk about um it's just it's it's absolutely insane how much it has is going on um it's, uh, so yeah, uh, you know, just for those of you who don't know, uh, the, the, uh, the second half of the episode, we will be talking about Captain Marvel and all things Captain Marvel and sort of our thoughts on Captain Marvel. We'll talk about the backlash, uh, whether it was warranted or not. We'll talk about the... Rotten... Is it backlash that it predates it? Uh, yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I, you know what? You bring up a good point. Is it backlash or is it just stupidity or blindness? <laughs> Oh no, we're not we're not stacking this deck at all. <laughs> well, let's be honest here. Like we know what some of the issues were, and I know that some of the people listening to us are probably like you know angry right now, sending very angry emails. But uh, yeah, <sighs> exactly. At the end of the day, a lot of the a lot of the issues just were not warranted. Um, you know, it, it was very similar to. Uh, this time last year with Black Panther and all of the hoopla surrounding that movie. Um, so we're going to get into all, all things Captain Marvel. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, our thoughts on the movie, where the MCU is going to go. Uh, and then uh, sort of, you know, we'll, 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 we'll talk about uh, something cool that I have planned that I haven't even told uh, Tyler yet. But yeah, but we'll talk about a little bit of news before we go there. Um, you know, one of the major items, I guess, you know, I, this has been discussed countless times, but I kind of want to talk to Tyler about this, and that's sort of the, uh, you know, one of the things that we always love talking about um, in previous seasons 
were the Netflix and uh, Marvel shows. They were so well done. They were perfectly dark. They were just perfectly done for the most part. Um, it was exactly what we uh, I expected as it pertained to a gritty, darker type show. You know, it was Arrow, but non cwble yeah. I mean... stuff of Arrow. Um, but yeah, so, you know, what are your thoughts on sort of what's going on there, or, you know, the lack of what's going on, the fact that, well, it's, uh, it's all, everything's been essentially cancelled. Uh, we even have news here. I mean, here. essentially it is. Yeah, not, yeah, not even. Yeah, the, uh, Daredevil Season 3 showrunner Eric, uh, Olsen has signed a developmental deal with Amazon, and, uh, so, yeah, so in the wake of the Netflix shows being cancelled, people are looking for new jobs. So, anyone who thought that, um, you know, the cancellation was just a signaling that these shows are going to end up on Disney Plus. You're wrong, because Disney has said countless times that their Disney Plus streaming service, which is only going to be available in the United States, um, is going to be family-friendly. So a lot of these shows would not have fit that bill. So I'm a little shocked over all that, you know, to a certain extent, that Netflix just went ahead and canceled these shows. I don't... I really don't think that the shows were not streaming well. Uh, I just think that this is a case of, well, you know, why promote our biggest competitor? Yeah, I think that was a big part of it. I think it was why keep supporting, like you said, our biggest competitor. We were part of what made it. Um, I think Disney's really counting on just the strength of all that IP they have, and they're just counting on, like, look, we're going to have freaking Star Wars. We're going to have this. We have Hulu in the bank, so if they want to do not all ages stuff, they can put it on Hulu, which is what they've kind of implied they're going to be doing. Um, and yeah, I think they're just counting on it being successful, but I think if you look at their launch line, I don't know what the freaking plan is, because their launch line is The Offenders. Yeah, yep. So you got, you got MODOK, what is The Offenders? MODOK, Howard the Duck... You know how I feel about Modoc. Yeah. There's uh You can find it. If you search Offenders Disney, it is not about their show. Yeah, no, it's it's not yeah, there's hasn't been there was I think one announcement at some point, and I haven't been able to find anything since, to be yeah. honest. Uh, I mean they've put There it is. Uh, yeah, the only news was February eleventh, twenty nineteen. That's the article you can find everywhere. We're gonna have Howard the Duck, Modoc, Hit Monkey, and Tigra Daz- Tigra slash Dazzler. I mean, these shows have good teams on them. Modoc, I believe, has Patton Oswald and another phenomenal writer on it. Tigra and Dazzler has oh, what is her name? Two female comedians. Like I'm brain on their name, but they're phenomenal. Um, Jeff Loeb is oh, where it is? Erica Rivino. Riven Elha and Chelsea Handler are doing Tiger and Dazzler with Jeff Loeb. Uh, Hitmonkey's Josh Gordon and Will Speck. And uh, and then Howard the Duck. One of Howard the Duck and Modoc has Patton Oswald. Yep. Um, yep. And in Hulu. This isn't even their other one. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it, to me, it just doesn't make sense. A lot of this, but remember, with the majority stake of Hulu now in Disney's possession, I think a lot of these shows, you know, 
I don't see them completely being revived, but I think that there's a possibility that we can see the same style, tone of show on Hulu as opposed to Netflix uh, since, well... It's fun. But having said that, I, I don't know what the rights look like. Like, are they free to just take it, or did they, you know, pull a fox For the and, Netflix show? Yeah. Oh, the Netflix, I guarantee, owns part of that. Cause exactly. They so they exactly. 100% get a right, they get a chunk of it. Yeah, and how long can they, do they have exclusive rights for? So have they, has, has Disney not learned from the fiasco with Fox and Sony and Universal and sort of, sort of tied themselves into not being able to produce their own shows for, uh, you know, a streaming service that they have the majority uh, stake in? I'd actually point out, even if they could produce, I think it's, I think it's a losing... If they, it, it, let's say they wanted to do a brand new Daredevil. You know, they said we want to do Daredevil season four. It's their freaking, it's their situation to lose. Because if it is not as good, it's Disney's fault for leaving Netflix. And if it is as good, so, which Daredevil's already having problems with, or was already having problems yeah, with. Yeah, the quality has gone down a bit. But so are you implying that Disney forced? Netflix to cancel the shows, to end the shows, or was this... Oh, I 100% that's what happened. Netflix has said as much. I don't know. It just, to me, it just does that, just, I don't know, that's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't personally think so. I think this was more Netflix decision, uh, just just having you know quote-unquote beef with uh, Disney and the fact that they don't want to help promote you know a rival streaming service. Because everyone has a streaming service now. We just start a streaming service. Actually, we kind of do. <laughs> yeah. But we'll talk about that a little later. Um, not our streaming service. That was a joke. But I meant just the yeah. number of streaming services. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I, it, it's interesting. Um, you know, where Hulu and Disney are going to go with things. Like, Netflix, it's over. It's done. It's over rock. Um, well, you know, no, we get, we get Jessica Jones. Yeah, I guess. There's one more season that comes out. I like, guess. It, it does, there's one more season that comes out. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then we get Garbage, and then we get, supposedly, Loki with Hiddleston, Scarlet Witch with Olsen, and what was the third one? Shoot, they had a third show they'd announced. It's gone. It's all good. It's all good. Just goes to show you how prepared we are today. Yeah. Um, speaking of cancellations, uh, you know, I guess uh, for those listeners who remember, you know, we were watching the Arrowverse back when it originally started, and then it just stopped uh, because it became too CW for me. But... Uh, Arrow has been cancelled, so they are going to come back for a new season in the fall, but it's going to be a very short season, um, and that is it. I think it's only eight episodes or so, um, and to that extent, CW has also announced that next year's big crossover event is entitled The Crisis of Infinite Earths. Yeah, that sounds right. So, I think I know what's going to happen. But, oh, what a su- I am surprised at what is going to happen. <laughs> right? Yeah, let's uh let's let's bring in Crisis of Infinite Earths and uh at the same time that Arrow is going to be canceled. Um surprise surprise. Surprise surprise. Uh so that's that. Um Does anyone still watch The Walking Dead? 
No. There's actually no one watching it. Like literally. No, there's um, not a single human. It's um it is it's like a it's a it's an ongoing troll. So it, it it yeah, it's um I feel like the show has become a spoof of itself to a certain extent. And if, and it's like if you're still watching, you know, the the joke's on you. But, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to see if you're still watching that. It doesn't sound like it. Um, you know, talking about streaming services in the United States, uh, not in Canada, uh, because, you know, we have the CRTC to thank. Um, DC has launched their own streaming service with a bunch of shows, uh, including Titans and Doom Patrol. Uh, for those in Canada, uh, Titans Season 1 was launched in Netflix, uh, and it, I, uh, I watched it very quickly, and I absolutely loved it. I really, really, really liked it a lot. Oh. Did huh. you, did you watch it? I, I couldn't finish the first episode. It was not for me. Yeah, I, 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 I knew you were going to say that. It's funny, because even as I'm watching this, it's like, yeah, Tyler's not going to like this show. Yep. That sounds right. <laughs> Everyone else is like, oh, it's so good because of this, this, and this. And I'm like, I like none of those things. Okay. Exactly. Because you don't like superheroes. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> you kind of don't. Hot Shots is the best. <laughs> No, you know, it, it for you know, for our new listeners or, you know, to remind people, you know, it's the it's the superhero trope that you've kind of become bored with, correct? It's Oh, 100%. You know, it it's 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 not superheroes per se, but it's essentially the same thing rehashed over and it's, over. It's I it's like it's the Lego Batman movie. It's just it's the same nothing matters. He's apparently 80 and not 80 at the same time. Yep. Who knows what? Who knows what continuity is? Nothing matters. Nothing matters. But that you know, we're gonna talk about this in another episode about continuity and you know where the comic industry is heading um, because there have been so many um, you know uh, articles and journals written about you know what these comic book companies should be doing, and I think we're gonna touch on this. Uh, later on this month when the sales figures comes out because, um, you know, we, we used to always have fun dissecting where the business is going. Um, but yeah, uh, so going back to the streaming services, uh, Doom Patrol was also launched. Uh, so here in Canada, uh, you know, Titans was launched on Netflix, Doom Patrol, the Space Channel is actually going to be airing this Doom Patrol starting in April. So there you go. Um, do go talking about uh, sticking with TV shows. Um, you know we have Gotham, which is also ending, and it's another show that uh, no one really watched. I think I watched the first couple seasons, and I tried to keep up to date, but it was really difficult to. Um, it just wasn't my cup of tea for the most part. Uh, but it looks like you know we're finally gonna get Joker and the bat suit at the end of this uh, last and final season. So if you're watching that show, have fun, enjoy it, take pictures, tell us about it, go have it, go have at it. Um. Oh, this is a great one. Oh, well, well, I'll uh, talk about that after. There's just so much going on right now in, in comics and everything. Uh, Hellboy. We have the Hellboy movie that's coming out uh, later this year. Uh, what are your thoughts on what you've seen from the relaunched Hellboy? I know that you've always been a huge fan of this series, and I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on uh, 
on uh, the the reboot. So I love the actor play Hellboy, and it looks like they're doing good storylines. It looks like they've they've hinted from the trailers they're doing like six storylines, which is a lot of plot to shove into a movie, and it might just be they can still handle it. It's been done. And all the time, it's like, oh, by the way, we did this, that, and the other. They're also not doing a not doing a, an origin story, which is great. I'm just like, we don't need an origin story. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we're at that point now with these comic book movies where we really don't need origin stories. I think that's something that uh, Marvel has slightly learned that DC tried to yeah. do, but they really, should, you know, DC is DC. Uh, when it comes to their live action movies, because their animated movies are so damn good, um, you know, it's just I just don't understand how one side is so good and the other side is just so bad. Um, but yeah, origin stories. We don't need origin stories anymore. I think we're at a point now with comic books and all of these uh, comic book movies and stories and live, uh, you know, adaptions to the big screen that. We don't. We don't need to know every detail of how this person was created. Um, you know, we, I think that we can get enough of the story, and we'll be good. Uh, and it just, at the end of the day, it just comes down: is this story good enough for the two hours that it's going to be on screen? You know, when you start adding a origin story, that takes a bit out of the actual movie itself. You know, that's forty-five minutes to an hour. That's you know, that's a substantial amount of screen time that you're adding to an origin story. Um, yeah. Yep, I'm technically excited. Yeah, yeah. It looks alright. It looks alright. Like, uh, I, I, I haven't been a fan of the trailer so far, but um, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Uh, I don't know. So I'll, I'll probably watch it, but we'll see. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Did, were you so able good. to catch this movie? So good. Right? It was so, so well good. done. It was so well done. It just it really did feel like a comic book on the big screen, and that's what I absolutely loved about it. The character designs were great. The voice acting was great. The animation was great. I really liked everything about it. Except it accepted what it was. It didn't try to pretend it was something it wasn't. Well, that's exactly it. It knew that it was an animated uh, movie, so it, it kind of it kind of played within that that those boundaries, you know? I uh, also love Spider uh, Spider B. Parker. You know, Spider B. Parker. Freaking yes. B. Yes. B. Parker just like, no, oh, my life screwed up. Deal yep. with it. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that was a fantastic movie. I know that, again, a lot of people who probably said angry things on the internet about Captain Marvel said angry things about Into the Spider-Verse. Um... Stranger Things Season 3, launching this July. Can I be 100% honest with you? If you must. I have not watched Stranger Things. I cannot get past the second episode. Alright. <laughs> it's funny, my uh, little... Uh, yeah, when like, when I tell like, people this, they are like, you know, shocked and, and almost offended. No, like the... The pacing in Stranger Things is a slower pacing. And if you don't want a slower pacing, that's not for you. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's keep looking. Uh, Umbrella Academy Season 2 is already filming here in my backyard in Toronto. Um, literally. Um... Uh, what did you think? Well, actually, I'll, I will touch on that a little later in our next segment. Um, so that's that. Aquaman. 
Did you watch Aquaman? Yep. And your thoughts there? I've never found a movie that hated me, the viewer, so much. Sorry, what? I've never seen a movie that hated the viewer as much as that movie. The entire time I was like, this movie wants to kill me. I think this movie wants me to like, wants me to stroke out while watching it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> was it too much? I haven't seen it, to be 100% honest. Um, it's, it's so all over the... Like, so, like, they're dealing with Aquaman's... They're doing Aquaman's origin story and backstory. Torretti is like, alright, it's a rough, rough, rough road to hoe, but okay. And they're like, we're going to at once both say it's the best and the most serious, but also we're going to say it's stupid. And we're going to vacillate back and forth drastically with no beat changes to prepare you. Literally, there are there are lines like, why don't I, lose this, why don't I just use a sword instead of a trident? Because it's tradition. All right. Right. What? Like, what's... No, I agree a sword is better, but you're using a trident. Why? Because the plot says you use a trident. All right. Oh, there you go. There you go. No, I want I want black magic in this. Okay. We're going to have a minute of him trying to make the helmet. Is that going to like pay off? Is he the big bad? No. We're going to kill him at the halfway point. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that's it's been out for a while. <laughs> I know, I know. Look, freaking uh, Jason Momoa doesn't want to be there. He's like, he's like a frat bro trying to play. Uh, 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 that movie hurt me so bad. <laughs> amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, now I really want to watch it just so that Will I can. Willem Dafoe is in it. Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Didn't we go on a huge spiel about him once? Patrick Wilson. Amazing. Is the bad guy. Right. And his plot is basically, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is in it, and he's given a dramatic role to play. Oh, that tells you enough. Having said that, Creed 2 was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, don't give Dolph Lundgren CGI red hair. Oh, dear God. And make him worry about his daughter intermittently when he remembers she exists. I really need to watch this movie just so that I can... Re- <sighs> we can have a, a go at it. Go at it. Um... This just might as well stick with the DCEU. And for our listeners, typically we don't usually just uh, jump back and forth like this. Uh, we're just trying to catch up on uh, a bunch of things that we've sort of missed out over the past uh, however many months. So I'm, we're just running down a lot of things. Uh, typically what we try to do is uh, stick to the news of the week. But um, yeah, there was just so much that we've uh, missed and we kind of want to get uh, caught up. Um, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Uh, do you think this should even exist? No. <laughs> I, I no. agree. I, I'm at, at this point, I really want that DC universe to just implode and just say that this was Earth, like, you know, 
Earth 69 yep. or something. Like, let's just let's just get rid of this and start from scratch and actually plan things out. Because I will always say the biggest issue with the DCEU was that the origin and the jumping on point for the entire universe was based on a movie that created a lot of uh, controversy to begin with. So they were never going to be in a good place. Wait, and freaking like... The one that looks good is coming out in 2021, and it's, what is it, it's Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley and Quinzel, and it's like, that looks fantastic, I want to watch that movie. But you're not interested in Shazam? Uh, I'm, look, it could pull it off, and no one will be happier than me if they pull it off. There you go. I just don't think they're going to pull it off. I love it. I, I don't think so either. I think that there's going to be a lot of uh, issues with that movie, but uh, you know, it is what it is. And for those of you who know me, I say that quite a bit. Let's get to uh, something positive. I think we need to make a um, a visit to California in late 2019 so that we can go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the new themed area of California's Disneyland and Florida's Disney World. Yeah. That exists. Yeah, it's going to be a thing. Um, 14 I, acres. Of, yeah. Have, of, have you been to the old Star Wars one, Disney World? Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah, that was a good time. It was. It was a lot of fun. I absolutely... Apparently, BB-88 is on that Star Wars ride. Ooh. Which is like, that's all I needed. Now I'm good to go. Exactly. Exactly. I, uh, I want to get yelled at by R2 and another robot I've never met before. <laughs> Exactly. Um, going down. Game of Thrones, the final season is later this year, or I guess next month it begins. Yep. Uh, that's going to be good. Um, HBO's uh, Watchmen series. Sure, this might as well happen. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. I always, right. It's funny because you're not negative at all, but <laughs> there's just so much bad going on in the industry right now. Well, it, it's the weird thing, right? Of like, I would love for these things to be successful. Like, you, you've seen me. Yeah. You know, when, when stuff is successful and it's good, I am the first person to, to get on the rooftop and yell its praises. But I don't, I genuinely don't know what the value add is to making a Watchmen TV show. Yeah, it's it's like, funny. It's, like, yeah. Like, I ordered... You want, you want to know what I do if I want Watchmen Alive? I get the Watchmen comic. Or maybe, if I'm feeling really lazy and a little bit like I want a vaguely pornographic scene in the middle, I can watch the movie. <laughs> I don't need more. I but, want to get the next thing. I can still get Watchmen the comic. You know how I know? I ordered a bunch of copies for the store. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Netflix is The Witcher. Uh, I mean, Cavill's a weird casting choice, but alright. You know that I'm finding things on purpose to ask you about knowing what the answer is going to be. I, I, I mean, I saw the screen test, because they released the screen test, and I was like, alright, he looks better than I expected him to. And they're doing Young, they're doing young Geralt. 
mm-hmm. which I think is going to help, right? Because yeah. they did old Witcher 3 era Geralt and had a Henry Cavill, I think an egg would be a lot worse, right? Like, it's Henry Cavill fighting against a lot at that point. Yeah. He's, like, he's square jaw, but he's got a little bit of baby face. Yep. And you want Geralt to be, what is it, the end, like 130 or some insanity of him just being like, I'm an old grumpy man. It's not the same, but... Yeah. I and, y- and young Geralt is a little bit less sassy than old Geralt. Something that I am actually really looking forward to is uh, that Netflix, uh, or not Netflix, ooh, 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 uh, YouTube Premium uh, show, Cobra Kai, Season 2, coming back April 24th. I'm really looking forward to that. Did, did you watch Season 1? Yep. yep. Was it... I, so, that trailer made me go, nope. It's this good. It's good. But I don't think it's for you. I really don't think that you would like it, to be honest. That's 100%. Yeah. I Was it... I mean, part of my, my, my problem with it was like that trailer was like, ugh, millennials are the worst. Did it get over that, or did it stay there? Oh, well, it got over it-ish. It got over it, for, honestly. It did. It did. Ugh, stand up for yourself. Wasn't the original one about how racism and being mean to the small kid is bad? Ugh, fight, fight, fight. Yes, Exactly. Um, because everything needs a TV show, Amazon's Lord of the Rings series setting is going to take place in the Second Age. Uh, Amazon released a map of Middle-Earth that uh, kind of confirms this. A a wrong map of Middle-Earth. Yes, yes. Numenor is in the wrong place. (laughs) Yep. So, again, do you think that this is something that should exist, or is it just like it is what it is? I mean, it's better than the, 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 the young adventures of Aragorn they threatened us with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been really bad. Um, yeah. All right. We've gone through a lot of things here. I'm just seeing like the same stuff over and over and over at this point. Um, uh, video games. What are you playing video game-wise? Do you still have time to play any video games? Sometimes. I have been playing catch-up lately. I haven't heard of that game before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have actually been playing the um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, oh, cool. Right? Like, like years late. Oh, dude, I, you don't even understand how far behind I am in video games right now. Um, the, the 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 game that is quote unquote new for me, and I've never played a game so new is I'm just about halfway through the Spider-Man uh, PS4 game right now. Oh man, that's on my list. I have a regular who comes in and he just tells me about the Spider-Man game. He's beat it three times and he's like and then I did this and I did this and I'm like everyone else shut up. I want to listen to this kid. Yeah, my little nephew has beaten it twice already. Once in the hardest setting and once he got the full 100% uh, completion. It's like, whoa, kid. I wish I still had that amount of time. Right? Like, everyone says it's just phenomenal, so... Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other game I actually really want to play is um, uh, Mortal Kombat 11. You know, I've never been the biggest Mortal Kombat fan, but I've this game, for some reason, is really... is, uh, is, is keeping me interested. Oh, the one I'm waiting for is freaking Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. Oh, Did yeah, you watch one. the 40-minute trailer for that? No, or I have not. Is? It's it's worth the forty five minutes of your time. It's like it's a forty five minute. Like here's the first mission, here's the here's the tutorial, and here's the first mission, 
and then part through the first mission, they're like, all right, we're just gonna we're gonna give ourselves a bunch of stuff from the end game, so you can see what end game stuff looks like. And all of a sudden, it's just like the person's wigging out, like jumping off the walls, and going into slow mo, and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, oh wow, like there's a game here, right? Um, so who knows where it is that development? <laughs> Not hearing. Right, right. Uh, the other game I really want to play is uh, the the HD version or the relaunch or whatever you want to call it of uh, Resident Evil Two. Those look good. Yeah, I'm always. What is it? It's like the most remade game in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about. Um, yeah, so th- that's that in terms of video games. Um, again, you know, I'm just we're trying to touch on all the subjects that we uh, typically touch, um, you know, during the news section. Uh, so I do apologize on the back and forth and hard to follow ism of this episode. But uh, yeah, I just kind of we're trying to uh, catch up ourselves um there's oh man there's just so much right now uh, going on and and you know as we release more episodes I and mean, we'll have a better uh week-to-week discussion but i think uh, we're good right now um so i think we're just about ready for a break but before we go for a break uh, we should tell people how to contact us via our social medias i don't even know what we have still going everything all of it. Yeah. Um, it's on the Twitter at, at It's Canon Podcast. Facebook is Facebook.com slash It's Canon Podcast. You can also send us an email at It's Canon Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and then you can also find our personal accounts uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I am at BR underscore A G U I L A R. I am at Tyler underscore ROI. And uh, so before we do go on break, there is a little something, something that I wanted to bring up. Um, Because I mentioned, if you're having events or anything, just let us know and we'll talk about it. Uh, But this event um, is from a very good uh, buddy of mine. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool what he's doing and it's in support of Hall and Blue Review, uh, hospital here in Toronto. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's a kids rehab hospital foundation, uh, who do some incredible work for children. Um, you know, advanced technology for children, whether it be prosthetics or, you know, whatever. Um, it's everything. Uh, so my good friend uh danny granger he does these amazing absolutely amazing sharpie arts you may have seen this on the internet and it's all sharpie uh created um and it's you know typically he started off as you know doing this with uh with wrestlers and wrestling um that's actually how i knew him through that through that, those circles um but he's expanded a lot and he just does you know just anything and everything um and and in memory of of uh someone near and dear to him of uh, the franchise Johnny Gale who unfortunately uh ha- passed away um in Toronto uh, in January. Uh, He's having his Art in Wrestling 2 art exhibit. Uh, It's going to take place at the Superkick Studio, 66 Fraser Avenue, Toronto. Uh, That is actually in Liberty Village. Uh, Check it out. It's all in support of Holland Blue Review uh, Foundation. It's on Thursday, May 23rd at 8 p.m. And it's fantastic, just fantastic pieces of art. Um, 
if you want to see his art, uh, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, you can find him at Danny Granger Art. So that's at D A N N Y G R A N G E R A R T. Danny Granger Art, and it's really cool. It's, you can find a lot of his uh, work, and uh, I've actually uh, purchased a piece of art from him um, last night. So there we go. Woo! All right, when we come back, we are actually going to uh, t- start talking about our hits of the week, uh, which is a new type of segment since we are expanding from just comic books uh, and whatnot. Uh, and then we are going to be talking about all things Captain Marvel. So we'll be back. somehow and it is 100% the adrenaline and meds that are helping me right now um but uh yeah we're i'm having a lot of fun it feels good being back talking all things geek with my good friend tyler i am good and uh yeah we're uh to kick off episode I know that it seems like we're going back and forth a lot, and, you know, it's just, just, we're trying to, I think I've said this a thousand times, and this is the worst thing that I can do, is a constant repeating myself, but I do want to say that we're just trying to catch up. We want to get back to a point, back on the saddle, and starting next week, the first half of the show is essentially going to be news of the week, and then we'll take a break, then we'll talk about our hits of the week, and our, uh, sort of our, our topic du jour. That's French for topic of the day. Yep. So, we're going to talk about our hits of the week. So, uh, what are our hits of the week? It's essentially a recommendation that you have for our listeners. It can be a video game. It could be a TPV show. It could be a book. It could be absolutely anything you want it to be, something that you want our listeners to check out, something that you think is really cool. Um, so, I will go first, and I, you know... Uh, the past week or so, I began and finished watching uh, Umbrella Academy on Netflix, and I thought it was a really well-done show. I actually really liked the comics. Um, you know, they, they, they were an interesting comic, and I thought it would be a very interesting show to put on Netflix and have, you know, episodes made from it, and just the story itself. Um, but the adaption was done really well, and I really enjoyed it. Really liked the characters and the casting calls that they made, um, and I'm really glad that it, ha- it has been renewed for a season two. Woo! Dallas. <laughs> uh, have you watched uh, Umbrella Academy yet? Oh yeah, for sure, eh? <laughs> And your thoughts? But it was super good. It was super good, and I actually um, the other night my parents were like, "Hey, we think we're gonna we think we're gonna download and watch Aquaman tonight." And I'm like, "You don't want to do that. You want to watch Umbrella Academy instead." And I got a text the other night of, "Yes, we do want to watch Umbrella Academy instead. Do you sell comics? How can I get the comics?" 
Amazing, amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, actually, these are comics that were lost in my flood, so I need to rebuy these at some point. Um, and it's like watching the show. I'm like, yeah, you know what? This is a series that I would buy the comics again. Um, hey, Boris. Yeah. You want first printings of Hotel Oblivion? Ooh. I have I have one of each except for issue three. Goddamn, pal. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's been it's been a weird thing of now being in a position where I'm like, yeah, I got a pile of comics I can sell. Yeah, yeah, I know it's crazy. Um, yeah, and it's it's funny because it's like there are certain comics that I want to rebuy uh, that were near and dear to me. There's other comics that I know I'm never going to be able to find. Um, you know, some of the issue ones of New Fifty Two. I'm yeah. sure I'll be able to find those, but some of the diecast Joker uh, covers. Yeah. Um, they were super expensive to begin with, so I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, so there are some comics that I will probably rebuy, um, and, and and we'll take it from there. But that is my hit of the week. It is Umbrella Academy on Netflix. I'm pretty sure you have watched it, but if you have not watched it, watch it again. One thing that I absolutely loved about that show was that because it was filmed um, pretty much in my backyard, uh, seeing certain... And, and I know that this is just like the dumbest thing, but when you see something that you recognize on screen, it's like, ooh, I know where that is! And it's just, I don't know, for whatever reason, it added to the excitement. Um, I kind of like fangirled out for, for certain scenes. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, my hit of the week. Tyler, what's yours? I mean, I'm kind of surprised that uh, you called me out for not liking superheroes on this episode. Because I'm like, oh yeah, here it comes. Because my pick of the week is Hot Shots. (laughs) Hilarious. Which is a superhero comic. (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah, it's by Gail Simone and an awesome team. It is a team-up of a pile of... Super heroines. Although I should actually correct myself because the title isn't Hot Shots. It's Domino colon Hot Shots. Um, yeah, by Gail Simone. It is following Domino. And I'm trying to pull up the exact list of the rest of the people. And Facebook is going to. And my Facebook main internet is going to fight me. But yeah, we've got. There it is Domino, Black Widow, White Fox, Atlas Bear, Outlaw, and Diamondback. And yeah, it's a quote crew of dangerous international women, the newest group of hotshots into the Marvel universe, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, I've heard really good things about that uh, series. Um, it is by one of my favorite writers, Gail Simone. Her run of Batgirl, I had every issue of it. Um, and yeah, no, it's just yeah. Uh, for our listeners who don't know, Batgirl is one of my favorite series. Um, so yeah, uh, I even like the like the first couple, um, uh, I guess uh, arcs of the hipster Batgirl um, in U52. But uh, yeah, but Gail Simone's awesome. Yep. So that's that. All right. So our topic du jour, topic of the day, what it is that we want to talk about, it is um, a I guess you know would you consider the, this a controversial movie? Um, I mean, apparently. Right? I mean, based it's, on content, I wouldn't say so. No, no, not at all. But it was for sure a uh, very, you know, a, uh, 
you were either hot or cold with this movie. It was either here nor there uh, for some people. Um, and that is Captain Marvel for the M- from the MCU, um, starring Brie Larson. Um, where do you even want to start on this? Uh, you know, we can start with sort of the lead up to the release, uh, the backlash that was uh, really hitting the movie, the incredibly awkward Rotten Tomatoes um, uh, algorithm that was put into question. Uh, there was just so much backlash, like, with this movie. Um, you know, I, I know that a lot of people, you know, were thinking that this movie was just going to be a simple, you know, social justice warrior movie where it was being named just to shut people up and, you know, have, you know, forced diversity in the MCU. Um, and, and it's, like, you know, p- p- pushing it down and ramming it down people's throat. Uh, what are your thoughts on all the hoopla? Oh, what happened here? You tell me. Oh, there we go. That's just some more beeps, and then you went away, and then you came back. No, because uh, uh, I'm, I, I just coughed a little, so I went on mute. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, so I... Honestly, I don't actually think I want to talk about the... talk about the Rotten Tomatoes fiasco. No? I think it's been covered better elsewhere. I think there's there's legitimate stuff to talk about. Yeah. No, um, that's what I mean. Like we can talk about anything you want. Uh, we there's just there was there have been this has been covered in so many places. I want to cover it in our own sort of way. Um, and and sort of bring our our our, our uh, unique view into this. So yeah. it's, it's your call. I mean, honestly, I think there's some, there's, I guess there's some real stuff to talk about, but I think the Rotten Tomatoes fiasco is just, I think it's news. I, just think, I don't think it's actually news about the movie, if that makes sense. I'm just like... No, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I think that it's it's kind of sad to a certain extent that, um, you know, we've kind of come to that level of pettiness. Uh, you know, it's, it's, and I, I, I kind of don't want to give too much... Um, I guess I don't want to highlight that pettiness too much either. Yep. Straight up. Yep. Because so, that's it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's all it was. It was just pettiness. Um, and like I said, it's just, it's just yeah. I mean, let's talk about the movie. I, I think I'll start then with what the what, what was your what was your view on it? In terms of, like, what's your review? Yes, no, good movie, bad movie. I liked it. I overall liked it. It was a fun movie. It was funnier than I thought it was going to be. I think overall, Brie Larson did a okay job of the character. There were some really awkward moments uh, in her delivery, uh, especially when the whole buddy. Um, Anytime that there was a buddy element uh, involved, whether it be with Nick Fury, uh, you know, especially with Nick Fury, I would say, you know, when they kind of meet and they start having the the, the witty back and forth, there was some really awkward delivery. Uh, but overall, I think it was really well done. It it had a interesting story that had a lot of twists and turns. Um, I think that the movies. Uh, you know, the middle of the movie, I guess the second act, as film buffs would say, uh, kind of 
took too long. It was a bit. It was a bit long. It was a bit, uh, you know, too many twists and turns. It, you weren't sure where they were exactly going with it, uh, leading up to, I guess, you know, the quote unquote plot twist, um, which we should talk about just because of you know where the MCU might be heading now, uh, and kind of its comic counterparts. Because I don't think the comics have ever really touched on that too much um but yeah no i think overall it was it was really well done uh i would recommend people to watch it i think it sets up and kind of connects a few movies together really well and it gives us some good uh you know his uh, i guess backstory on a new care and important character for avengers endgame yeah i actually disagree with you about the part that i think suffered the most i think that it was I agree. I think it was a solid movie. Um, the the way I've been describing it has been, it's not top five Marvel movies, but it's not bottom half either. No, exactly. It's not. It's not Captain America. Th- or sorry, not not Iron Man three, uh, but it's also not uh, Civil War. Or wow, I was going to say not Thor two, but also not Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, well, depends how you look at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so I actually think the the first act is the problem. You think the first act is a problem? Okay. I think the first act actually could be entirely cut, almost. Hmm. I think you can start the movie with her crashing into Blockbuster. Yeah. And that's a better movie. And then you make you make a, a new second act in the in like in between the second and third act. Because I think the problem is is the act that you were saying was the second act is actually it's the second first act. Quite possibly, I think so. I mean, to get all, all, all like story construction over, it was a matter of like, yeah, here we are, and we've set up, we set up the stakes, we set up the stuff, and we set up like what what the movie's about, and then we take that away and we set it up again. And I get life is like that, but it doesn't mean a movie needs to be like that sometimes. So it, it very much feels like we could have gotten a better first act that was Brie Larson landing in Blockbuster and then being like, I'm from the Kree Empire. We're amazing. We are warrior heroes. And like that was great. I like that. I love that line of like, no, no, we're, we're, we're great warriors. Warrior heroes. We're the best. Yeah, yeah. That was phenomenal. Yeah. But I think you do a lot more. You could still sell all you got in the first act in not that much time. Hmm, interesting. I totally see that where you're coming from. I totally 100% see where you're coming from. Um, but yeah, I just think that there was a, a level of awkwardness uh, in getting to the plot twist, whether it be the first act, second act. I just think that something could have been cut, something could have been shortened or changed to get to where we needed to get to. Um, I think that there was a lot of, dare I say, too much building up to that point. Yeah. yeah. Um... You know, I, 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 yeah, it's, I, I really liked, um, you know, Samuel L. did a fantastic job. Uh, you know, it's funny because he just seemed, what I really appreciate about that movie is that, you know, Nick Fury overall seemed like a different person. Uh, because he, at that point, hasn't seen shit yet. Uh, he hasn't, um, you know, you know, he hasn't been shot at too much by aliens or, you know,
you know, Russian assassins or things like that. So he's a very different type of character uh, throughout the movie uh, than than the Nick Fury that we're used to in, you know, Phase 1 and 2, and I guess, you know, the first half of 3. Yep, makes sense. Um, I thought uh, Talos, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, did a fantastic job. His delivery sometimes just, like, killed me more than anything else, especially just his sarcasm. Um, you know, his, 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 some, some of the way that he, someone would deliver a line and you would, he would literally just shrug that line off, um, I thought he was he was really good. Uh, the only character that really bothered me was Jude Law, and that's just because I am not a Jude Law fan whatsoever. So Jan Rog was just not up to par for me. Um, you know, I know he was meant to be douchey, he was meant to be conniving, he was meant to be two faced, but it was just a little too much for me. Um, and it's really funny because I kind of saw where the movie was going from right from the get go, um, and I, I was absolutely guaranteed. Like I knew. And, uh, I guess, um, what am I trying to say? I, I was, uh, um, uh, you know, I, I knew exactly where they were going when, uh, Gemma Chan's character, uh, uh, sort of said that, you know, she has been on Earth before and it's, and it's garbage. So I'm like, oh, well, I know where this is going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, yeah. So Jude Law was the only low light for me. Um, and, and I, I really liked everything. You know what's actually really funny? That mm-hmm. Lee Pace, Ronan, um, he looks so different. And I, I know that he was. That. I, I, was I, I didn't even. By that. I, I, I was that too, wasn't just me. I honestly I like, did not think. Camp the same actor. No, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was the same actor, Lee Pace. Um, you know, I, I really like him as an actor. Uh, you know, he does a awesome job on, uh, a former AMC show, um, uh, about, uh, Halt and Catch Fire. I really liked him there. Obviously, in Guardians 1, he was fantastic. But he just looks so different in this movie that I legitimately thought it was a different actor. Um, yeah. it was really weird. It was really, really weird. Um, yeah, and, and overall, like, Brie Larson, like I said, there was some, in my opinion, there was some awkwardness in some of her delivery, but overall, she did a great job. Uh, you know, we, we kind of knew the type of character that she was, kind of like, uh, you know, um, doesn't like being told what to do, kind mm-hmm. of, you know, lone wolf, uh, you know, um, I can think for myself type of character, and I think it was well executed. Um, you know, I do have some questions in regards to where and what's happened in the 25 years or so that we haven't seen Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers, from the time that she left uh, with uh, Talos um, and the time that the beacon or the two-way pager was sent out. Uh, yeah, have, you heard the, um, have you heard the official response from Marvel? Uh, no. The official response was people were like, oh, why didn't Nick Fury use the pager? To which uh, Feige's response was, how do you know he didn't? Like, how do yeah. you know he didn't? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and there, was a, there was a leak, uh, I think it was yesterday, where a bunch of the Marvel shareholders at a shareholders meeting got to see a good chunk of, of Endgame. Mm-hmm. And one of them said that part of it is Carol Danvers basically being like, like characters, characters ask her, what the fuck were you? Right. And her response was like, not every planet has the Avengers. Yeah. Basically, Interesting. Basically, I was 
busy. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. I was busy. Yeah, like I was busy. I was dealing with other problems. Mm-hmm. Look, it was fine here until this happened, which kind of implies that, like, after Battle for New York, Captain Marvel showed up and was like, "Oh, you got this? Cool. All right, I'm gone again." Yeah, no, and that, that's that's the thing. Like, we don't know, um, but it's just it's not bothering me or anything because it's funny because this is something that bothers me a lot of times in comic book. Um, I guess movies and even arcs where it's you know like for example Gotham is being destroyed where the fuck is Superman when all of this is happening like you know a simple yeah. it's 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 just it's just one of those those issues that tend to pop up and they've been covering them. Gotham. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, good. It's always one of the questions of where did Superman go? Where is the other hero? And I mean, that's always been the trick that Marvel's had. Is Marvel handles those questions. With kind of a nod and a smile, and like, yeah, but we're telling you about her story. Mm-hmm. Right? I, yeah, I agree. I just, I just want to go back really quick to um, Iron Man 2, uh, when they recast Rhodes. And it was like, wow, you recast this person? They were like, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, like I said, it doesn't overly bother me like i think of these things but it doesn't keep me up at night i have other things to worry about um you know it's it's i i just give them the benefit of the doubt and i'm there to watch the story that they present to me i'm not gonna poke too many holes often um or else i'm just gonna be an angry internet troll warrior keyboard warrior etc keyboard warrior that's all awesome. <laughs> So yeah, um, yeah. So I think for the most part we uh, kind of agree on on, on a lot of the uh, aspects of this movie in regards to where all of this is going to go. You know, I think that Captain Marvel, as we know as a fact, that she is clearly the strongest being. Um, you know, in the MCU at this point. At least you're kind of led to believe that she is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, do you think that this leads to bigger evils for the next phase, or is she just going to, you know, peace out for a, you know for a little while more? I mean, I think I have three thoughts on this. I think thought number one is they've kind of implied that there is now this top tier. And the top tier is, is Captain Marvel and probably Thanos. And then they've kind of gesticulated towards New Thor might be there. New Thor being short hair with Stormbreaker. Um, Because, I mean, he has the Bifrost. He's got lightning powers, and he's he's more in control of himself. And, like, that's a powerful character. Um, And then kind of the three other characters in Potentia for how they develop them are Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, and Loki. Could all reach that level. They're not there yet, but, you know, it's pretty easy yep. to be like, oh, Doctor Strange can just, like, dimension, can create dimensions now. Yep. It's like, oh, yeah, not a thing. Yeah. Um, also, so, so, oh, also yep. remember that we have Adam Warlock in the waiting, um, in the post credit scene of Guardians 2. In yeah. the wings, uh, Adam Warlock's there, and he, we all know, is you know on the upper echelon of strength. 
Yeah, so I think option number one is them kind of going like, yeah, we do have this higher level and deal with it. Like, that's just going to be part of the mythos now. And and they have shown thus far a great deal of, of skill being able to be like, you know, why didn't, why isn't Captain America dealing with the one arms dealer in, in Spider-Man Homecoming? And they were like, because he's got problems. Right? Of like they were really good at being like, yep. why aren't people dealing with this? And it's like they are. It's yep. not that comp it's not that simple of a process. I think factor number two is um is 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 the, the Cold War of tech of like it's not too bad it's not too too hard for them to be like, look, Captain Marvel destroyed an entire Kree fleet with the element of surprise. Oh, spoiler territory by the way, it's everybody spoiler territory. She doesn't die at the end. What a surprise. I think um, we uh, hit spoilers when we started talking about this movie. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I think that part of it comes down to, like, they're able to go, like, look, Captain Marvel won, but that was at tech that's 20 years old, and maybe tech has caught up now. And that's always been kind of the background hint of, of the Marvel Universe thus far has been this, this the danger of technology. And the danger of like, what if a what if an outside context problem gets you? Um, and I think point number three is this. How do I how do I put this to words? This kind of larger conceptual framework of the MCU thus far hasn't treated power like a single variable problem. And weirdly enough, my best example for this comes from the Arrowverse. Wherein, on a one-on-one fight, if you drop them in a pit with no weapons, Flash beats Arrow every single time. That's just how it works. But there's a wonderful scene when the Flash is being trained by Arrow... When Oliver Queen basically says, like, you're going to run at me, and I'm going to hit you with an arrow. And Flash is like, that's impossible, I'll catch it, and you won't be able to do it. And he basically, Oliver Queen, outthinks him, and Oliver Queen says, it's a trap. And I'm like, yeah, see, you beat someone who's better than you, you don't fight them fairly. So, like, I think a great example would be, how does Iron Man fight Captain Marvel, for an example? And it's Iron Man's like, well, I don't punch her. <laughs> like. Yeah. I created a machine that can absorb photonic rays or whatever, of, like, it's increasingly about asymmetrical fighting. And that's always been a thing about the Marvel Universe, of so often the larger themes are about these asymmetrical battles taking place. Whether it's, you know, you look at Sokovia, and you look at it's the impact of WMDs and the impact that, like, these, these gargantuanly powerful weapons can have, and how that changes the game. And how, you know, let's say you're Captain Marvel and you're fighting Sokovia, or fighting Fort in the Battle of Sokovia, like, what, what's your endgame? What do you do here? Like, what do you do that they don't aren't able to do as a team? Because you don't add as much as I think people think they could. Right, right. Oh, very well put. I really, I like that a lot. Uh, no, <laughs> I and... <had> <laughs> Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved it, and giving you the you know the, the chance to just go, just go, uh, go at it. Uh, think, think it through. Um, no, I agree that you know I just think that 
the heroes are just going to have to fight smarter. Also, the heroes are going to be upgraded for, you know, the next phase, I guess, right? Like, you know, I guess the weakest hero at that point is going to, might even be Spider-Man at that point. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the only movies we've got, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of questions in regards to the MCU uh, with Captain Marvel, and that's really, you know, where the Kree, um, and, 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 you know, that, it, that entire, I guess, uh, you know, are, are we going to have uh, secret wars? Is that going to be a thing? And how Good are we going to get there? Good question. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the way that this movie kind of built it up, it's like, no, it's not, it's not going to be a thing. But, you know, we don't know, we don't know, you know, um, Talos even said that there are, you know, all around the galaxy. They don't know where everyone is. They, you know, there, there might be some rebellious groups within, within them that, uh, that, uh, want to take over certain worlds because they think that they're still being, you know, uh, treated unfairly or what, what have you. So it'll be interesting to sort of see how we get there. Cause I think that the next phase will be seeker wars in some shape, way or form overall. Um, uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts? I want to get your opinion on how they handled the Flurkin. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, it was, you know, it's. I always have an issue when there's too much comedy involved in, in something and you know this that you know I, I've never been a huge fan of comedy in the middle of a movie especially these MCU movies for just for for, for absolutely no reason but I, I, I really thought it was well done um, you know it was a character that we kind of um, we knew of the Thorkin overall we kind of knew what they are about we knew what they're capable of and I thought overall it was executed really well. Um, there's no point in, 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 you know, getting too much into, you know, what the, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be expanded on anymore. I think what we've seen with Goose is going to be the extent of things. I think you might get another more uh, joke or two out of it. Yeah, I, I think so overall, yeah. But I think we're not, it's not going to be a major, a major thing in the MCU. I think what we saw is what we saw and, and we're, you know, it is that, that's that. But yeah, I, 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 yeah I, th- I thought it was really well done, though. Um, it goes back to the whole issue of, you know, we have these humans, especially at that point, 25 years ago or however long ago, um, you know, humans are just completely under overwhelmed by these alien races. They have no idea what they're doing. They don't know how to fight them. So they kind of needed backup. And that was just a quick, easy, dirty, convenient way of having that backup. Um, you know, yep. it's, and yeah, that's that. I think that the other part that is really cool about that was seeing Clark Gregg again. Yes, that was a huge like. I love that. I, I really like. I he was he's always been one of my favorite characters in the MCU. Um, you know, in my opinion, Agents of Shield is not a part of the canon anymore. Um, 
so seeing him in the MCU is was really cool uh and you kind of you kind of see the type of character that he becomes later down the road as that sort of understanding character and i kind of like how throughout that movie you saw nods to what their future selves are going to be oh yeah but yeah no seeing clark greg was really cool it was really cool I'm really excited for a second Captain Marvel movie because I think that them being able to just have, I think them being able to have a Captain Marvel with like full power and just run around punching, like with the ability to punch stuff and then basically regularly solving problems that are the problems are basically like, who do you punch is a much better plot, right? And that's always been one of the things that I think that Superman does when it's at its best versus when it's at its worst. Stuff like yep. when it's at its worst, it's like how do you punch hard enough? Exactly. When it's at its best, is it's like how do you punch cancer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to the sequel, the inevitable sequel. Um, I love the fact that it's doing a lot better than everyone gave it credit for. Um, you know, the social justice warriors or the anti-social justice warriors uh, have nothing to stand on with this movie. This movie wasn't a political message that they thought it was going to be. Um, and at the end of the day, it's a freaking movie. It's entertainment for two hours that a studio thought to bring and release to make a little bit of money. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I have the opposite point of view, because I'm of the opinion that, like, art inherently has politics to it, right? Of, like... Well, yes, it does. It, it really... Okay, yeah. yes. But, You're um, right. Well, and then, I mean, like... I mean, let's start from that point of view, just for this, this point of just, like, let's say art has a political view, because it's pretty hard to argue against art having a political view inherently. Right? Like, even, like... like my favorite go-to example is always Star Wars, and I'm like, the bad guys are literally called the Stormtroopers. I wonder what that could be referenced to. But so yes. you now look at Captain Marvel, and it's like it 100% had a political message. No, there was I... one that I think ultimately was pretty benign. Yeah. And then you look at the fact that, what is it? It's, it's the sixth highest grossing movie ever. Number six. Yep, yep. exactly. So, like, your belly aching and your complaints such as they were, if they were effective, think about how much more loved this movie would have been. And yep. maybe examine your position. Yeah, well, the issue is that, you know, people, those negative Nancys are never going to change their position. Like, it's just, there's no, there's nothing that we, that anyone can say or do or whatever to make them change their negativity. Um, yep. They're just going to stay like that and, you know, it, it's unfortunate because, uh, you know, you must live a very, very angry life all the time. I wonder what pleases you. You know, and, and, and I'm not to say that, you know, the world hasn't gone a little too, quote unquote, you know, soft or political. You know, everything has an issue with everything. But I think it's just, you know, sometimes every, we just need to take a step back and just let things be. And, you know, it just just... You know, sing some kumbaya sometimes. Yeah, people need to chill. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's ultimately it. People just need to chill. If, people... you're, if you're downvoting and being mad at a movie before it comes out, like, better use your time. Well, you know, the, the thing that I've always said is how many of these people... I know some people who don't like Brie Larson, 
for whatever reason and just don't want to watch it because of her or whatever. And that's, you know, to each their own. Like, that's cool. But a lot of... Yeah, but there are people out there who, you know, who complain that this is all about a political statement and it's, you know, it's it's a movie made by Souls of Justice Warriors to ram something down her throat, yada, yada, yada. Uh, How dare there be a movie starring a woman out on Internet Women's Day? Yes. Yeah, that's good marketing. I thought you were pro-capitalist. Exactly. My favorite part, though, is that these people complain so much that they're going to pay to watch the movie so that they can complain more. So so they're adding to the popularity and the success of the movie, you know, directly, just so that they can complain some more. Number six. Five (laughs) slaps. There you go. And I think that's a perfect place to leave it. Sounds good. Yeah, so... um, yeah, I think uh, we've kind of gone through everything that we wanted to really talk about today. Uh, we have so much that we want to plan, so much that we're going to talk about. Again, you know, our first episode back, I am incredibly sick, and uh, I'm surprised that we were able to record as long as we did. Uh, but it's it's awesome being back. I'm so happy that we can uh, do this again. Um, you know, if you want to reach out to us, please reach out to us and Tyler's going to let you know how you can find us again it's on Twitter at at it's canon podcast if you want to find us on email throw it at gmail.com at the end if you want us on Facebook drop the ats put a dub 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 dot facebook.com at the beginning and if you want to find us personally, I am on Twitter at at Tyler R underscore R-O-I and Boris is at B-R-A-G-U-I-L-A-R. That is at B-R-A-G-U-I-L-A-R. Yep, that's it. Uh, so thanks, everyone. Again, you know, we're going to be talking more about our Patreon. Uh, you know, we'll have a... Uh, next week, we're going to have News of the Week. Then we're going to hit touch our... Uh, our... Uh, our, our picks of the week, and then we will uh, talk about uh, something. What? We don't know yet, but it'll be cool. Um, and eventually, you know, you will be deciding what we talk about. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, interactive. Make sure that you uh, let us know what you thought. And thank you so much for listening, and it really does feel great being back. Later. Woo!